1: free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on reds, your daily Cincinnati reds podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the Locked On Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Jeff Carr. I'm your host and super fan of the Cincinnati Reds, and I've turned my addiction into information for you. Each and every day, I'm going to bring you news, rumors, transactions, everything about the Cincinnati Reds. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump into today's episode. What's going on Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked on Reds podcast. A little weekend edition for you here as we are midway through the day here on Friday. So this is more of a weekend edition as we head into the very first spring training game. That's right. This Sunday at 305, the Reds and Indians square off in Goodyear, Arizona, and baseball will be back. On today's episode, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be looking for, especially on these early games. It's going to be hard to exactly see everything that we're wanting to see. So what am I going to be watching for? We're going to talk about that. I also want to talk about Nick Senzel for a minute. This isn't going to be like a season preview for him. I just have some thoughts on Nick Senzel. I have a a question for you that I want you to answer about Nick Senzel. That's all coming up here in just a moment. Before we get into all of that, though, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms, including the radio.com app and iTunes and Spotify and all of those wonderful places. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Reds. And save that Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. That's going to be a great place for you to answer this question about Nixon Zell that I got coming up. It's also a great place for you to ask questions, react to different things that the Reds have going on. We'll have a Jeff's Junk Mail segment early on next Week. All right. So with Sunday coming up, games are beginning. The Reds and the Indians square off at three o five. If you go looking for probable starters or anything like that, there's nothing up. In fact, I still haven't seen. And maybe I'm just missing it. Maybe it's right in front of my nose. That that happens often. But I haven't seen a television schedule. Are we not getting any spring training games on TV this year? That's it's very interesting to me. But As of right now, it's just on radio, so I guess this will be more of a, what am I listening for? But when it comes to what the Reds are doing in spring training, a lot of the positions, when you look at them, are already spoken for. Nobody else is playing first base but Joey Votto, at least to begin the year. Tucker Barnhart is going to start out as your main catcher. Tyler Stevenson will be his backup. Gino's going to be playing third base. I'd love to see him play shortstop, but the more and more I hear people talking and the more and more I hear David Bell talking, I'm not so sure. I, I think that he's probably going to start at third base. Moose is going to be at second. It sounds like Nick Senzel's going to be your everyday center fielder, which I've got some thoughts on that here in a minute. No idea who's playing in left field between Jesse Winker or Shogo, but it's going to be one of those two guys. And then you got Nick Castellanos in right field. We pretty much know most of the starting rotation, I think. It's going to be Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, Tyler Malley. I think that Wade Miley does make it. I think that he is healthy, and I think he's ready to go. And then we got to figure out who the fifth guy is. And for the most part, the bullpen is pretty much the bullpen. I'm not looking at it as I care who the closer is. I want to know who we can trust more. When I look at the bullpen and I evaluate it this season, I'm not going to say so-and-so, the closer, so-and-so, the setup man. So I'm going to have like a trust index looking at these different guys. I, I kind of created the idea, and, and this is probably just leading to a statistic that already exists. But in my mind, I would like there to be a one-stop shop. Was a reliever successful? Did they give up runs? And, and of course, Friend of the show, Doug Gray, he was on these past couple of episodes. He mentioned, uh, are you factoring in inherited runners? And see, this is why I am a podcast host and not a mathematician. I'm not into numbers and all this other stuff. But he's right. There, There are many factors to consider as to whether a reliever was successful. But I want to rate the Reds bullpen based on trust factor, not based on titles or anything like that. So how am I figuring all of this out in the early preseason, especially with these spring training games, will probably be shorter. I think that they're at least starting at seven innings. The two managers can get together, I think, the day before, and they have to notify the league in some fashion. I don't know the exact protocol, but they have to notify the league that they want it to be an even shorter game. They can set it to like a five-inning game. Then you're talking about like some kind of – a tabletop baseball game, you're you're, you're kind of getting into a little bit of stratomatic baseball and stuff like that. Whenever you're like, oh, let's play a little bit of a shorter game. I don't have enough time to sit here and play a whole game. So we'll see exactly what we can see. The rosters are smaller, so you're probably not going to run into that situation where the television has to show a graphic of a guy on second base and say minor league player. I think they're going to know everybody's name this year just because rosters are smaller. So we're going to see guys playing earlier, and there's probably going to be a premium on guys who pitched in the winter leagues, guys who hit in the winter leagues, and stuff like that. So there's a good chance that we could see Jose De Leon start on Sunday. Now, for those of us that want to overreact to every little thing in spring training, don't. Give it a minute. Let him mellow. Let's see what happens. If a guy comes in and gives up three home runs, that doesn't mean he's off the team. But if a guy comes in and hits three home runs, that doesn't mean he's hitting third. Like, you know, if Davey Grulon comes into the game and hits, like, three home runs, we're not saying, oh, is Tucker's job in trouble? Is Tyler Stevenson not making the majors? No, no, no. That's not going to happen. What I want to see, though, is consistency. What are guys' plate disciplines like? Like, are they taking pitches? Are Are they taking pitches that they should be swinging at? Are they fouling tough pitches off or are they just completely swinging through them as if there is a hole in their bat? What is that looking like? What are pitchers mechanics? Are they looking like they're repeatable? Are they hitting their spots? Are they giving up a lot of walks? What kind of things are that? I'm not necessarily looking at ERA or batting average or, you know, the home runs are nice and all this other stuff, but it's not as if there are statistical expectations for players. I want to see what they look like. Now, more to the point, when you look at guys like Jose Garcia and those guys who are fighting for the shortstop spot, like D-Strange Gordon, who who said that he is a shortstop, whatever that means. If, if, if Look, if, if D-Strange Gordon comes in as an amazing shortstop here in 2021, I'll eat some crow. I'll eat a hat or something. I don't know. I just don't think it's going to happen. And so you got Kyle Farmer. You got Kyle Holder. What are we looking at from those guys? We want to see some consistency. What's defense look like? Because that's probably going to be the main factor in the decision at shortstop. Because I don't think that you're looking at any of these guys and saying they are a renaissance to the lineup. And if the Reds are not building their lineup based on who is the best hitter, then they're looking at defense for shortstop. So that that's something that I'm looking for there. The, the hardest part about spring training is going to be deciding the idea that Jesse Winker, Shogo Akiyama, and Nixon still deserve everyday playing time, but exactly which one gets to sit in favor of whoever else is playing shortstop. That's going to be the hardest decision to make, and that's going to be the hardest thing to evaluate in shorter games and in only you know months' worth of games here in spring training. Against other teams who are doing the same thing where they're just kind of playing around with stuff, messing around with matchups, it's going to be really hard to evaluate that. It's probably going to be something that is ongoing through the month of April before we even really know. But that's got me thinking about Nick Senzel. And I've got a question for you regarding him that I'm gonna ask you here in a minute. But before we do that, I wanted to point out that if you're looking for a part for your car, you should go to rockauto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need, and they've been doing this a long time so they can help you out. If you're not mechanically inclined, if you don't know the difference between a shock and a strut, Rock Auto can help you out. They've got an easy to use interface on the left side. They have all the different car companies. You find your make, find your model, find your year. They'll have a drop-down list of every single part for your car. If you are a little bit more of a grease monkey though, and you know exactly what kind of brand you want for your brake pads or your shocks or whatever you got, Rock Auto can help you out too because their selection is amazing. And when you place your order, you're going to be able to get that part delivered right to your door. So you don't have to get out and you don't have to venture out to the brick and mortar stores worrying about overpaying because Rock Auto also has reliably low prices. Check them out, and when you're in the checkout section, in the How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On to let them know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. That's rockauto.com, and when you're checking out, type in Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us section. Rockauto.com has all of the parts that your car will ever need. Also, check out betonline.ag to make a couple of bucks off of your sports knowledge. Plus, I've got this awesome promo code for you, too. When you set up your profile, type in locked on. You'll get 50% more on your initial deposit bonus. You put in 10, it'll give you another five. You put in 50, it'll give you another 25. The more you go, the more you get. Locked on for 50% extra. And they've got amazing bet lines for different sports, whether you're a basketball fan and with baseball coming up, plenty of preseason future bets. In fact, if you take a look, and you probably already figured this, but the reds are an extreme value, probably not gonna happen. But if you're feeling frisky and you want to throw a couple of bucks on it, they are plus thirty-three hundred to win the World Series. I.e. if you put ten dollars down. You're going to win some money. So check them out, betonline.ag. Set up your profile, type in the promo code locked on to get 50% more on your initial deposit. That's betonline.ag and the promo code locked on. And before I ask you this question about Nick Senzel, I also want to urge you, after you're done listening to the Locked On Reds podcast, check out Locked On Today. Peter Bukowski, host of the Locked On Packers podcast, will bring you every single important news story of the day in the sporting world. You're going to know exactly what to talk about at the water cooler. If you've got a water cooler, maybe you're working at home and you're just talking on some kind of chat app or something like that, whatever. They're going to have the big news in sports on the Locked On Today podcast. Check them out wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so like I mentioned, there are questions this spring. There's not a ton of questions, but there are some questions that are very important, like Nixon zil Shogo Akiyama, and Jesse Winker, who all deserve everyday playing time, but there's only two spots. Now, Jesse Winker, regardless, should be in the lineup. There was nobody better in the Reds lineup in 2020, and I think he's only going to get better. In fact, there was this awesome article. It was over at this website called Pitcher List. It kind of breaks down how good Jesse Winker has been over the last couple of seasons and how he has gotten better, the focus that he has put on different areas of hitting. You should go check that out. It's pitcherlist.com. But when you look at him, he deserves to be in the lineup every single day. So really... It's just two guys for one spot, two guys for the center field spot, Shogo or Nick Senzel. Now, it'd be easier if they just shifted everything around. They put Senzel somewhere in the infield and and then everybody would get in. But it doesn't sound like they're going to do that, at least not initially. So what do we need to see from Nick Senzel? Here's the main question that I have for you. And you must, you must answer this objectively. This is not something that I'm asking your heart. I'm asking your head. We all have fan hearts that are way too big, and they are super biased for our teams. They're super biased for our favorite players and stuff like that, and especially in the sport of baseball, where we spend a couple of years hearing about a guy before he ever plays for our team. We hear about him in the minor leagues, and we, we dream of the impact that he could have for the team once he makes the majors. I did this with Billy Hamilton. I was convinced that Billy Hamilton would be the best leadoff hitter of all time. I watched him in the minors. Dude was amazing. Didn't really pan out that way. Now we're in a situation where two years ago, 2019, the promised prospect of Nick Senzel was brought up to the majors, finally, after a bunch of service time nonsense and a couple of injuries that he also had to get through and stuff like that, but he finally made it, and he was all right, he didn't set the world on fire, he didn't send us all ablaze thinking, oh my gosh, we've got one of the best players in Major League Baseball, but he was pretty all right, and he had a little bit of injury problems, didn't play an entire season, plus he got caught up a little bit in a couple of months into it. So it wasn't as if he was going to get a full season anyway. So then 2020 came and we're all excited to see what he's going to follow up with. And then the season gets pushed back and the season gets shortened. So we're like, okay, let's see what he can do in a shortened season. And then he gets hurt. And then he has problems with getting sick and different things like that. So he doesn't play very much last year. And in the very limited playing time that he did receive, he was kind of bad. You look at the numbers there's not really any numbers that point to him being good. It's not really any numbers that you can look at and say, well, if, if you look at this number sideways, he was actually all right. Eh, one that way. So my question to you is this. Does he deserve everyday playing time right off the bat? Opening day, Nick Senzel is 100% healthy. You are putting him in the lineup come what may. Whoever else you've got to kick out of the lineup, Nick Senzel's in there. Are we saying that that is the case? Now, granted, I think we all know that the talent is there. I think we know that he has the ability to become a pretty good hitter. But there is nothing that I have seen over the last two years that tells me anything about Nick Zell. Do you have answers for me as to how good of a hitter he is? Because I'd like to know. Why did he only hit a buck eighty-six in that limited playing time that he got in 2020? And if he is healthy, and if we can get 140 games, I feel like he could be the guy that the Reds lean on in the one or two spot in the order. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Shogo becomes the leadoff guy, but if Nixon Zell is in and Shogo is out, then Nixon Zell's got to be the leadoff guy, right? I think he can do that, but I don't know that he can. I think he's got the talent, but I don't have any proof. Uh, He has shown flashes of greatness, but he's also shown flashes of worry. Now, I know you're going to say, Jeff, in 2019, halfway through the year, some nitwit who was the batting coach for the Reds told him to change his swing. And yeah, that was a pretty terrible idea because it messed everything up for him. And then by the time he got everything refigured out again, he got hurt. So we didn't really see a lot of the real Nick Senzel, but He didn't have that kind of issue last year. Last year, his issue was getting on the field because every time it felt like he was healthy, every time it felt like he was ready, something else came up and he wasn't able to play. So now he's healthy. Now he's ready to go. And now he doesn't have a bunch of people in his ear telling him how to swing a bat and not really considering all the random consequences that can come from it. Nixon Zell knows his swing. Nixon Zell knows his health. What are we going to get from him? And do you trust that he should play every day? Because that is something I don't have an answer to. I, if I look at him compared to Shogo, the whole getting on base more than 40% of the time for Shogo last spring really intrigues me. I'd really like to see that in the leadoff spot. You're telling me he's going to be on base more times than or, well, 40%. I was going to say more times than not. That's not more times than not, but whatever. Forty More than 40% of the time, that is a great leadoff hitter. Great dude to have in the leadoff spot. Okay, so you, know, you want to leave Shogo in. All right, so Jesse Winker playing left field. There's no way, there's no argument that you can tell me that on an everyday basis, you need to take Jesse Winker out for any amount of days So that Nick Senzel can figure out if he deserves to be in the lineup every day. That's just where my question lies. Because if you take out one of those two guys, you're either taking out the best hitter from 2020 in a Reds uniform and Jesse Winker. Or you're taking out one of the potentially best on-base weapons that the Reds have in their lineup and Shogo Akiyama. I think I trust the on-base metrics that, that Shogo showed us late last season, more than I trust the hope that Nixon Zell can find that everyday stroke. So they got to get creative on this. And my question to you is, should Nixon Zell come hell or high water, be in that lineup every day? Because I don't have an answer for you right now. It's going to come down to some things in spring training and what we see from him. Does he get into a rhythm? Does he have some consistency at the plate and in the field? I hope so. I hope we find that out. Because it seems like he is immensely talented and can be a huge part of this team moving forward. But it feels like that is slipping away. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. Thank you so much for listening. If you missed anything this past week, I had a great conversation with Doug Gray for the last couple of episodes. We also talked early on with Dave Pemberton about the idea of fans getting ownership stock, getting a little bit of skin in the game with the Reds, and what that might look like, kind of based on what the Green Bay Packers do. If you, if you missed any of that, go back, check it out. And if you don't want to miss anything in the future, hit that subscribe button. That way you get every single episode in your podcast feed every single day. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs. Follow the show at Locked On Reds. And save that Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. I want to hear your answer. Does Nick Zell deserve to be in this lineup every day as of this moment, come what may? I want to know what you think about that. But that's going to do it for us here today. All right, next week, we begin back five days a week. We are ramping up to the season as spring training games begin this Sunday There's a lot coming down the pike. I got a lot of great content coming for you guys. In fact, the podcast is going to get even bigger next month. We're expanding how much time that you're going to hear my wonderful voice talking about the wonderful Cincinnati Reds. That starts next Monday. Lots of great stuff coming up for you this season. You're not going to want to miss any of it, but thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's episode, and I will talk to you all next
1: week. Let's go, Rex. Hey.